0: Good morning, Bucks fans. What's going on? It's your boy David. Back with another episode of Dear Bucks. Today we've got a combination episode. So, what we're going to do, talk a little bit about the game on Saturday where the Bucks extended their winning streak to 18 games by beating the Cleveland Cavaliers again this month. Then we'll preview tonight's game against the Dallas Mavericks uh, with some updates and reflect a little bit about. A little bit upon the Bucks injury situation with Eric Bledsoe being out two weeks. Starting with Saturday's game. Unfortunately I wasn't able to watch that game, so I'm going off what I read, the highlights I watched, and what other people are saying. Sounds like first half the Bucks were spectacular on defense, really shut Cleveland down. Uh, you know, whether that's a function of how great the Bucs were or just how inept. The Cleveland Cavaliers can be on offense. Who knows? But the Bucks would have had to play good defense to shut them down like that. But the game was close throughout the first half. And then in the second half, or, or near the end of the first half, I should say, the Bucks blew the game open. They built a big lead going into halftime. I believe it was 69-51. And from there, it was over. The Bucs kept that lead in the second half, built it up a little bit, and then it came back down, so Giannis was able to play in the fourth quarter. Giannis finished with 29. Chris Middleton finished with 24. <coughs> Excuse me. And Chris Middleton, actually, that's his fourth straight game with 20 points. So Chris Middleton has been balling since he came back from the injury. The only downside now moving forward, uh, Bucks win another good game against another subpar opponent but now moving forward as we've got our most important week of the year thus far our most important week of the year we got dallas tonight at five serve and then thursday on tnt we've got the la lakers and if you've been paying attention the lakers have not lost in a while either they've won seven in a row and 14 straight games on the road so they've been in incredible form and ad and lebron are a perfect pairing they play off each other so well strengths and weaknesses they match up sort of like a good relationship right like ad does things well that lebron doesn't do quite as well anymore especially defensively provides great cover and he's a he's big right he's pick and pop you can score in the post Things like that. But we'll talk more about that when we preview the Lakers game. But tonight's game against the Mavericks, for the Mavericks, they're in a similar situation. Probably a little more dire, though. Luka Doncic injured his ankle, rolled it pretty badly, and they lost to the Heat on Saturday. So it's undetermined yet if he'll play, but it looks like two weeks out. That he won't play. So it's looking like he's not going to play. So going with the assumption he's not going to play, he's out two weeks, and they have a really tough schedule. They're going Bucks, 76ers, Raptors, Celtics, all in the next six games. So Dallas could really bite the bullet there because they're 17-8 and eight right now, which is pretty good. Uh, I'm not sure what standing they are in the West, but 17-8 and eight is a pretty good record. And if we check out what they're doing in the Western Conference, we're looking at third. They're third in the West, a half, one and a half games back from the Clippers. So they're in a good spot, but they hit a rough patch where they play all the Eastern Conference contenders without Luka Doncic. They could lose, but looking ahead to our game tonight, they do have... Enough weapons to still be considered dangerous. Seth Curry just put up 30 two games ago. He's a fantastic shooter. I think he shoots a higher percentage even than his brother. Um, He's obviously not better. But he's a threat. You've got KP. They're obviously going to start to run the offense through KP. Kristaps Porzingas. See what he can do. Uh, Tim Hardaway Jr., who has been able to put up buckets in many other stops before in Atlanta and New York. So he's someone who can get hot, give you some buckets. Dwight Powell is a good athlete, good defender, can finish at the rim. Uh, Dorian Finney-Smith is a good defender, can hit open threes, versatile, can get to the basket. So they've got some options. They've got some talent uh, that they can work with. Moxie Kleba uh, can shoot threes, decent defender. So... They're still a threat, and if we take them lightly, they'll beat us. That's it. This is the NBA. If we take them lightly, they'll beat us. But going into it, we should win this game comfortably with Giannis and Chris Middleton. The great thing about our team, Eric Bledsoe goes down. Now, we're going to miss his dynamism, right? His ability to attack the basket, his all-NBA first-team defense, the way he slides over the pick-and-roll, jumps up to the ball handler, slides over pick-and-rolls. The way he's able to stay on the hip of the defender, or sorry, the offensive player, and then beat him to the next spot. I mean, he's an amazing defender. And he attacks the basket, gets downhill so well, finishes pretty well, but it can also create for Giannis and for others. So we'll miss that, because George Hill isn't quite the same there. But what we get with George Hill is something different. We get the poise of a veteran leader. A fantastic, unbelievable three-point shooter this year, over 50%. Um and that calming presence, right? And a solid defender, not Eric Bledsoe level defense, but longer. And it's still a good defender who can make life difficult on the opponent, but he's no Eric Bledsoe on that end. But he brings that poise, that calm on the offensive end uh, that Eric Bledsoe sometimes lacks. Although let's give Eric his credit because this year he has been shown more of a maturity on the court in the way he's playing the game. So kudos to him. Can't wait to get him back. He's about Gonna miss two weeks with a shin fracture, a tibia fracture. So, best of luck and healing to him. Quick recovery, and hopefully, he's waits until he's healthy and then comes back 100%, and we can get him back in the lineup. Uh, so, that's the great thing about our team, though. We can slide in a veteran point guard who's been to battle. In the NBA Finals, in the Eastern Conference Finals, many times, and with the Spurs, like he has the pedigree he has the experience to lean back on, but is still young enough that he has a skill and his athleticism to impact the game athletically. So that's awesome. And then we've got a deep bench, right? So this is the advantage of a deep bench. One guy goes down, everybody else steps up. Connison's going to get more time. Sterling Brown may get more time. DJ Wilson's going to get more time. Like Everyone's got to step up. And take it to him. but let's. It'll be interesting to see what Giannis and Chris Middleton do tonight. I expect a more aggressive Chris Middleton from the start, which he's been in the past couple games, coming out taking our early shots, and I expect Giannis to be on full destruction mode tonight. Um, we've already played the Mavericks once this season with Luka Doncic. We beat them in Dallas, and Giannis put up I think 38 points in that game. So he's. It's definitely a team where they can't guard him. Kristaps Porzingis. Way too small. I don't want to say soft, but he's too soft for Giannis. Giannis will destroy him. Moxie Cleveland, no thank you. No. Dwight Powell, maybe. in Finney-Smith for a couple, few possessions. But no one can stop Giannis on that team. He should get 30 easily tonight. And then Chris Middleton, uh, if he can give us a, a solid performance, I mean, I anticipate we'll be good. So, expectations. Bucks run this winning streak up to 19 games. But the Eric Bledsoe injury, I think, will become a big deal on Thursday when we go for number 20 against the LA Lakers. Because not having Bledsoe, he would have been a huge asset in that team. And if you remember last year when we played the Lakers, and they weren't as good, mind you, but Eric Bledsoe put up 28 points on like 11 of 16 shooting or something and we annihilated the lakers in staples so he's just when he's on but even his presence there he's a great defender and he's just so aggressive so uh, get well soon eric Bledsoe. we'll be interested to see how the bucks handle these two games uh, without him other than that the season's looking good we're 24 and 3 top the nba standings number one in all the power rankings which mean absolutely jack shit so that doesn't matter at all but you know we are the team to beat right now lakers are also 24 and 3 so come thursday we'll find out who really is the favorite at this stage in the season which is exciting that's all i got for you guys bucks beat the Cavs two games ago or a game ago on saturday two days ago and they're looking to extend winning streak number 19 against the Mavs tonight. And I think they're going to do it. Go, Bucks, go. And I will talk to you guys soon.